Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on March 12, 2020. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. This segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions. A local advertising agency, Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, Your Actualized Visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your actualized visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your actualized visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions, your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about on The South Bay Show. And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you? I'm well this morning, Joe. How are you doing? I'm great. Good to hear from you, and good to see you. Good to see me? Are we seeing each other? Yeah, you're, 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 you're beautiful today. <laughs> well, that's good to know. I haven't looked at myself yet. I'm glad other people are seeing me. So, um, so I just wanted... I wanted to I wanted to mention um I wanted to mention what is going on here? Can you hear that? What? Can you I, hear that background no. noise? No. Okay. All right, good, because there's some background noise in my in my headsets that's that's annoying the heck out of me. Anyway, I uh, just wanted oh. to mention I don't know if you saw the weekend guide this morning, um my weekend guide that went out this morning. There yes. are um local events being canceled left and right. Um, right. over the last week, I had about half a dozen events canceled. As a matter of fact, I got notices of cancellations for events next month that I haven't even gotten the press releases for yet. So, um, right. you know, as, as I mentioned in the weekend guide, there's, there is a ton of stuff going on this weekend, but, uh, you know, always confirm the organization that's putting it on to make sure it's going to be on because, you know, a lot of people put information out there and then something changes and they don't tell you. Uh, that's happened to me a couple right. of times over the years, and then people show up at events, and it's not happening, and then they get mad at me. So, <laughs> so yes, 
So, so, uh, you know, by all means, you know, confirm with host organizations if you're planning to attend any of the events that are that are scheduled over the next week. Um, and I imagine there are going to be more. Um, you know, right. it, it's interesting. Uh, uh, the guests that we actually had scheduled for today called me earlier this week to cancel because they decided to cancel their event and they didn't want to come on the show and talk about it. She said we can reschedule for another date. And I was told by her that local uh, uh authorities, governments, uh, you know, the important people that make the decisions, that there, that there was a suggested that no groups over 25 people congregate. Um, and then yeah. I received yesterday an email from the Beach City's Health District that suggested no, no groups no larger than 50 uh, people yeah. getting together. You should attend things that. So while we have no confirmed cases of the coronavirus or COVID-19, uh, in the South Bay, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's taking mm-hmm. it very seriously and everybody wants every, you know, to be careful. Um, right. Of course, you know, but don't, don't panic, you know, don't panic, don't be silly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. I mentioned the weekend guide, you know, you know, w- where we live in earthquake territory, I would hope by now that most people are prepared for a catastrophic event. You know, I mean, we live in earthquake, firestorm, mudslide territory. So, um, you know, right. you, you Go, you know. So I'm going about my business, you know. I'm going to the stores, you know. I'm I'm doing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know, my husband's going to work. I'm going to doctor's appointments and stuff. So so you know, we have to continue living our lives. Uh, but uh, let's not get yeah. crazy about the whole thing, right? Did you happen to catch the president's uh, um, address yesterday? I did. I did. Yes, I watched the whole thing. Um, and it's so interesting. I was flipping from different, one channel to another to see how different people were spinning it. But that's besides the point. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you know something you got, you know, where, you know, in 1917, we couldn't do what we're doing today. You know, when the Spanish influenza, you know, spread across the world, we, we didn't have the ability to do what we're doing now. You know, now we can, you know, co- you know, containment, you know, and and uh, quarantine. And mm-hmm. so. You know, better safe than sorry, right? Right. right? Communications is powerful, right. and uh, hopefully, we can uh, slow the 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 uh, spread and and uh, slow it enough so that our healthcare system is not overwhelmed. That's really the key. It isn't yes. that more people will die or anything like that, but uh, the the issues in in Italy are really that they're having a uh, a crisis of uh, of healthcare service capacity. Yeah, well, <clears throat> Italy's clo- closed. It, it's, they've closed down the country in Italy. Nobody, nobody in or out. And um, I, I was actually a little surprised during the press conference last night that uh, he, he he shut down all travel from Europe. But good point. Yeah. Europe didn't act as fast as we did when it came to shutting down, you know, travel from China. They didn't act as fast as we did, right. so they're getting hit a lot harder right. than we are. So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, so I just wanted to mention that, you know, if you're planning on doing anything this weekend, make sure you check to see if the event is still happening. Now, today, right. Joe, we're, we're back on our yeah. favorite top. What's our favorite topic? What? 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 Food? 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 <laughs> food? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited about this. And it's okay. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff, but m- particularly my favorite meal of the week. So, 
Okay. <laughs> Who, who's our guest today? Okay, our guest this morning is Kelly Gilday, General Manager of Manhattan House. Now, Kelly brings nearly a decade of L.A. restaurant experience to Manhattan House. She believes in the power of hospitality and consistency and that passionate team members are the pillars to a successful, thriving restaurant. She has worked with James Beard Award-winning chefs and L.A. staples such as Scott Conant, Brooke Williamson, and Stefan uh, Stefan Richter, opening and managing some of the most successful and institutional restaurants in Los Angeles. Now, having studied under two master sommeliers and participating in the harvest season in Napa, Kelly has found wine and beverage to be a passion within the restaurant. Kelly began her career in downtown Washington, D.C., and now looks forward to making her mark at Manhattan House. Now, this morning, we'll learn about the Manhattan House's farm-to-table philosophy, uh, what it's like to be named Best Happy Hour by Thrillist, and the new brunch service, which is starting this weekend. Welcome to the program, Kelly. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good morning. So, you know, Kelly, we could go on and talk about Manhattan House with without mentioning the the larger context that's going on, but we started the show with that context that many um, gatherings are being uh, uh, postponed or or canceled. So I'd love to give you an opportunity to tell people why it's a great time to come to Manhattan House and why uh, you guys are, or what you guys are doing to weather the storm uh, that's that's around us. Tell us about that. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, um, hindering a little bit of of business we see that happening people are concerned and they are changing some of their behaviors but for the most part mm-hmm. restaurants are thriving and we're here to make sure that people are happy and they're still having their 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 dinners um so we're pretty we're pretty good we're making sure that the staff is taken care of and that the guests are happy um and we make sure mm-hmm. that everyone is as safe as possible um but yeah i mean mm-hmm. you want to go to some restaurants without without waits now's the time you <laughs> no. when you think about this i mean there are other times specifically times of the year and other uh times when restaurant business is slow how is it affecting you in general, do you think? In general, I think we're okay. Uh, I do think that, yeah. especially L.A. and the South Bay specifically, uh, people are reading the news. They're taking their precautions. But for the most part, we're kind of uh, we're weathering the storm pretty well. Um, and, and people are yeah. still going out. They're still enjoying th- their time. They're just you know, being smart about it. And I think that's the most important part, making sure you're washing your hands and, and you're aware of your surroundings and making sure that you're taking the necessary precautions. But I think we're okay. (laughs) I think we're good. 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 So now let's talk about Manhattan House. How long has Manhattan House been in business? We are on the verge of five years, which is significant for restaurants. We've passed the benchmark of 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 the nervousness of a, a new restaurant business coming into the world. But uh yeah, almost five years. And and that has a lot to do with location, location, location. What's the exact uh uh location of Manhattan House? 
So we are on Manhattan, uh, Manhattan Beach Boulevard and Sepulveda. So just up the beach from the Strand, exactly a mile, um, mostly right. in a residential area. We have parking, um, several parking right. lots available, which is a big deal, I think, for Manhattan Beach. And it, it definitely yes. helps us. <laughs> yes. It parking, is. Parking, parking, parking. I, I, yes. I don't know. Manhattan House is so convenient. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of parking, it's it's really unique in that way. Oh, that's that's our biggest selling point: parking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can't it. say it enough. And, parking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, um, tell us a little bit about. I mean, uh, Jackie uh, mentioned farm to table, but what does that sure. mean? So we like to provide the freshest ingredients possible to our to our guests. So chef goes himself to the farmers market every morning, including the Manhattan uh, the Manhattan Beach farmers market, um, and goes through and we design the menu almost daily depending on what ingredients he can find. So when you start with the best ingredients, you're going to have the best dish in front of you at the end of the day. So we really try to emphasize uh, whatever we can find that, that day that is the best, um, and we'll build the mm-hmm. menu around that. So it does often change. We print menus in-house daily. Uh, we have specials every single day um, just to really emphasize what this beautiful California can, can produce and grow. And so from there, right. um, we, we try and highlight that. That's wonderful. You know, I'm That's curious. wonderful. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I got a question, Joe. Uh, Kelly, uh, you may not know this because the chef takes care of it, but does he? Um, how far out does he go for farmers markets? Because we have probably about I don't know ten in the South Bay, or ten or eleven of them. You know, there's one mm-hmm. in TV uh, all over the place. I'm just curious, how far out does he go? Does he does he go to the Redondo Beach farmers market? Does he go to Santa Monica? Absolutely. I mean, there are five major farmers markets in, I would say, like the west side. Um, he goes every single day. So we'll try and plan. And, you know, once you get that kind of conversation and relationship with the farmers, they'll kind of help you, guide you in the days ahead. Hey, next week, this is kind of what's coming around. This is what we're anticipating. And he'll do that, too. So I would say a couple of days out. So we we we're, we're planning for the week. Oh. Yeah. So nothing is a big that's, surprise because he has created these these relationships with the farmers that we're able to um, prepare, you know, for the guests mm-hmm. for for our menu. Oh. oh, is that is that like standard operating proce- uh, procedures when when with the with these growers? So they'll they'll contact you ahead of time and say like, hey, I've got some nice rack of lamb this week or something like that. Is that is that a common Absolutely. practice? Absolutely, is oh, yeah, it is if if you treat them well, they'll treat you well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, wow. And and and, 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 do, and does Manhattan House? Uh, in the back of my mind, do you guys work with the local school gardens as well? We do. So we work with a lot of local schools themselves um, to uh, teach the kids, you know, what hospitality means, what the restaurant business is, what it's like to 
uh, create a dish from start to finish, what it means to grow something and then have it on your plate later. So we do a lot of school programs where the kids will come in and they'll, they'll come into the kitchen and they'll learn about, you know, the produce that's in front of them and they'll create their own dish. And then we end up putting it on the menu for them. Um, and it, it, it is a staple for us. Yeah, we do that uh, once a month we try. Wow. That's fantastic. Wow. You know, yeah. Joe, you, Joe and I both grew up in cities, uh, like big cities. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have access to that kind of thing. Did you, Joe? Did you, on the south side of Chicago, did you have uh, school gardens? or? Well, not mm-hmm. in that sense, but of course my, my dad was an avid uh, gardener. And uh, in Chicago, you know, you drop a seed and it grows. Uh, mm. it's uh, very uh, friendly to creating a home garden. So we had lots and lots of fruits and vegetables at home. Oh, good for but you. Not, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, but, but it was not featured in local restaurants. That was not uh, done when I was a kid. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, well, no, we didn't, you know, we were apartment dwellers, so we didn't have gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Although in the 70s, when New York City was a rundown slum and there were tons of vacant lots, there were a lot of community gardens. Uh, but it wasn't mm-hmm. something that, that, that my family, you know, did, you know. But uh, I, I, I find that not only in- interesting, it's, it's so educational for kids, you know, to know how it's grown and how it gets you know, from the farm to the table. I, that's the whole reasoning behind it. Right, Kelly? It's so important to know where your food comes from. It's just such a, it's such a different experience when you grow something yourself and then you get to eat it. I think it's incredibly, um, it's beautiful. And it's a great experience that we're very, very happy to do for the South Bay. Right. I love that. Right. I love that. I I think that uh, not only is the concept of farm to table so important, but um, how how do you manage the situation where people will say, you know, it's a group of four, a group of six, and a couple of people say, well, we're vegans. How do you how do you or or vegetarian? How do you manage that mm-hmm. uh, difference between the meat eaters and the people that don't want to eat meat but they want a hearty meal? Well, I think, one, you have to prepare for that. So we recognize that that is a important uh, kind of lifestyle or diet at this moment. Mm-hmm. So we are already prepared for it. So the menu reflects that. We definitely have a lot of vegetarian. We have a lot of vegan options already um, on the menu. Um, but mm-hmm. the staff and the chef is prepared to modify as necessary um, any of those dishes as best as possible. You know, we don't want to <clears throat> take away from the integrity of certain dishes, but we do um, prepare for those and we're, we're knowledgeable and conscious of that. And we're able to make those um, decisions and modify dishes to, uh, you know, help any guests possible and make sure that they are well taken care of as any of our meat eaters would be as well. Mhm. Mhm. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. In this day and so, age, you have to. It's not just oh, vegetarians. Oh, you have to be ready. It's a lactose or intolerance, gluten intolerance. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, 
Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. I, honestly, I don't know how we've survived to this day to get to this point because <laughs> it's, it never used to be like that, you know? You'd go in and there was, steak, there was steak and potatoes on the menu and that's what you ate, right? Oh, you're talking to a true Irish girl. Steak and potatoes, <laughs> that's what I grew up on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, just being prepared and being aware and um, taking it very seriously, I think, is the, the most important thing. So well, now, okay. um, tell us, do you have a menu? Do you can you give us a, a an idea of some of the of the elements on the menu, like from yesterday or the day before? Yeah, I mean, do you want to talk dinner? You want to talk brunch? We can go through any of the menus you'd like. Sure. Well, well, we'll get to dinner we'll get to the brunch later. We'll get to the brunch later, but I, you're, you're open. You're only open for dinner right now. Um, you open, I think, at five o'clock. In, and and I wanted to we get do. to this because uh, uh, your press, you, you get some pretty incredible press. Uh, best happy hour, best happy mm-hmm. hour uh, by Thrill List. Um, and and you know, I want to know how that works because there there are a few <laughs> restaurants in the South Bay. Um, I know that uh, Ortega One Twenty is every year best margarita you know, in Los Angeles or, you know, this mm-hmm. restaurant gets this and, the, and there's Eater and Thrillist and, you know, all of these different uh, platforms where, how does that work? Does somebody just mosey into your restaurant and, and, and they're, they're blown away and then they go and write about it and, and do, do they tell you? Uh, kind of, it is kind of random. Um, we have no kind of association. We have no, uh, input on these lists. Uh, yes, it is. It is random. Um, a lot of it is, um, through word of mouth. So these editors that go through and make these lists, um, obviously there's thousands of restaurants in LA, so they start to narrow it down by word of mouth and things that they've heard of. Uh, so then they'll go and they'll, they'll check them out for themselves, of, of course, every time. So that was very exciting for us. And happy hour is a big deal. I mean, South Bay, they love their happy hour. Who doesn't in L.A. after work? Where do you want to go and unwind? And so we try to cater to that community and really build something very fun. We don't just do it at the bar, which a lot of restaurants do. We make sure the entire restaurant is included. So at any table, you can have happy hour. It's both food and drink. Uh, It does vary. We bring different items on, which, again, is very reflective of our menu style and what we try to do. Um, But there is something for everyone on our happy hour, which I think uh, speaks to the idea of being one of the best happy hours in L.A. That's exciting. That's impressive. That's Mm -hmm. impressive. It's fun. Happy hour is very fun. and it's not like you don't have any hot competition in Manhattan Beach. I, I mean, what what would you say about about ten years ago the restaurant scene in Manhattan Beach started exploding, um, and and you've got some world famous chefs and other restaurants in the area. So that's that's a huge mm-hmm. accomplishment. Yeah, we're very proud of it. I mean, <clears throat> I think South Bay was this. I I don't want to say sleepy town, but there was this. Uh, kind of market that was untapped and this community that was lacking and they wanted these beautiful restaurants to come in and we wanted to come and spend the money and have the experience and not have to leave and drive 30 minutes to go have a beautiful meal and and now 
it's a dining destination. People are coming to the South Bay. People are coming to Manhattan Beach because we do have these incredible, talented, uh, very beautiful chefs that are doing wonderful things. So to be a part of that community is exciting for us, and we are very grateful every day. You're not you're not exaggerating. It was sleepy. The entire South Bay used to be <laughs> sleepy. I've been here I've been here over thirty years and I can tell you what restaurants were in Manhattan Beach twenty years ago. And it you didn't have a lot of choice. Um right. as a matter of as a matter of fact, um just the end of February, February twenty ninth, uh Shea Melange closed their doors. They were open <gasps> uh, for the, 30... the owner the owner was in for dinner uh two days later with us. Oh really? We, Robert we did, or Michael? Robert, we did a little toast. We said a little goodbye, and yeah, and and we honored the the tradition in the South Bay. And I thanked him for everything. And yeah, he was he was there last week. Yeah, well, there you go. Robert Bell is eating at Manhattan Manhattan House. Everybody hear that? <laughs> did everybody get that? Uh, no, but but we we that happened. You know, he they closed down last month and uh, opened for thirty seven years. Um, yeah, when they opened in Riviera Village, there were, I think, eight or nine restaurants. Total, now total. There are, that was it. Yeah, and now there are there are about 20. You know, yeah. so that's how much things have changed in, in, in the South Bay over, over the last, right. I would say, you know, 10, 12, 13 years, something like that. So, so there, there, there's a lot of competition out there for, 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 you know, dining dollars. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's uh, but you're right. And by the way, correction there. You said uh, you don't want to have to drive 30 minutes for a good fine meal. Uh, I'd make that closer to an hour back in the day. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can you you can't get to the west side or downtown in a half an hour. So hey, and especially if you want to talk rush hour and that time of day, uh, dinner yeah. time, happy yeah. hour time. All right. It's gonna take you. Right. It's gonna take right. you a minute. Yes, exactly. And the beauty of it is with all of this, you know, wonderful, you know, food scene happening here is uh, we can walk down in our in our board shirts and flip flops if we want to. So, uh, you know, no dealing with driving, parking and 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 the nightmare of traffic Uh, that. Yeah, that's it's a big deal. It's a big deal. But but don't forget, we have parking in Manhattan House. So if you have to drive, we've got the parking for you. (laughs) Wow. It's a big selling. Wow, she's not going to let that Joe. go. She's- How are we doing about the parking? <laughs> right, right. Joe's not going to so, let that go. It's you know, a big selling point. <laughs> it's a huge selling point, and it's something that, you know, very, very few businesses have in the South Bay. It's something that, that is a constant reminder of how, how you know, truly – dense and urban uh we are i mean we have the beach obviously and we have the ocean and it's you know the big expanse at the edge but when you come inland you see it's very dense in the south bay homes are very close together there aren't very many big yards and that kind of thing but uh, manhattan house has parking if you hadn't heard that before <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's going to be our key word today it is parking right Parking, right, right. parking. So, so tell, um, me, tell me something. Now, now we'll talk about the brunch after the break, but tell me something okay. about dinner because that's a new thing. We dinner. want to talk about the new stuff mm-hmm. after the break. Tell me about dinner. So I think the biggest, 
advocate that I can speak to of Manhattan House is the fact that our pastas are made in-house. So often you'll find Italian-inspired restaurants like Manhattan House is, um, but our pastas are made daily in-house. And there is just a difference in texture, in flavor, in just the components of the dish. It is it's a world of difference when you have a, a dried pasta to homemade fresh pasta. And that is really our biggest, to me, asset is our fresh, our fresh made pasta. It's incredible. I, I don't, Nothing like I, I think Nothing many people like don't know. Jackie, did, did your family make their own pasta? Um, Ash, some of my family members did. My aunt Josephine, she made her pasta. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. No, we had a couple. Yeah, yeah, I come from a big Italian Irish family, and and the Italian side, there were several several uh, family members that that made their own pasta. Yeah, oh yeah, right. and of course the tomatoes. So you re- you course. recognize yeah. the difference? There is you can just tell the difference from a homemade pasta to a not homemade pasta, and it oh absolutely, a hundred percent. You know, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. There's absolutely a difference. Yeah. Uh, you know, diners, diners are sophisticated now. You know, pe- people people know this stuff now. You know, you you can't get away mm-hmm. with sl- slinging hash anymore. You know, uh, right. you know if if you want to be a dining destination, um, you know, di- diners are savvy. You know, they want to know where the food comes from. They you know they want to know what's made in house, and you know that that's a big selling point. You know, uh, uh, what you were saying before about reaching that five year mark for restaurants. Um, I was so sad to hear a while back that um, there was a little place, the Hermosa Beach Fish Shop, that was right on Pier Avenue, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, it was a, it was a ca- it was a casual place. But you know something, they made all of their st- their their sauces, their 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 guacamole, their pico de gallo, their their dressings. They made everything every day fresh, every day fresh. And and you can't, you know, you can't beat that. It, there's a difference. You can't, it's like the pop- you can't fake that. You, diners are aware, and they uh, they appreciate that now. And unfortunately, they and you know, hearing them close is sad. But you know, you do want to carry on those kind of legacies, and you want to make sure that you're giving the diners the best possible dish. And that starts from again, the farmer's market, and then doing it in-house. There's nothing better than a homemade dish. And the idea of Manhattan House is to, you know, you don't want to cook, you don't want to clean afterwards. We'll do it for you. This is still your home. This is our house. This is your house. And to come in, and we're going to make it from scratch for you, the way you would at, at your own house. Is that your motto? It's our house, it's your house, it's Manhattan House? Um. Unofficial. I mean, I might have just started that right now. Sure. I think you did. I think you did. <laughs> I'm it's our, house. It's, our yeah. house. it's your house. It's, yeah. It's Manhattan House. Yeah. I like. It. I like it. All right. Let's uh let's let's take our break, Joe. And uh, when we come back, sure. we're talking my favorite my favorite meal of the week. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please do join us after the break so that you can learn what Jackie's favorite meal of the week is and you're listening (laughs) you're listening to the south bay show uh we do this every thursday morning and every friday morning at 8 a.m thursdays is south bay spotlight where we spotlight one of the premier 
restaurants or businesses or uh, community events or uh, community individuals or government individuals. We, the best of the South Bay spotlight on Thursdays at 8 a.m. and on Fridays at 8 a.m., we're proud to bring you the Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, which is all of the best in all of those categories, but with a special emphasis on the city of Manhattan Beach and, of course, the members of the Manhattan Beach Chamber. We're proudly sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber on Fridays, and so that really, uh, really uh, brings a, a special uh, um, organization to it, and we love that uh, on Fridays. But uh, this is hyper-local radio. This is really in your community. If you live in the South Bay from El Segundo to Palos Verdes and east to Torrance, please join us. Or if you can't join us and you have to join us in podcast, that, that would be wonderful. Just say, Alexa, play the South Bay show or Siri, play the South Bay show or uh, uh, hey, Google, play the South Bay show. We are available on all smart speaker platforms, so please join us. And with that, let's find out what Jackie's favorite meal of the week is. Okay, well, anybody that's listened to the show, anybody that's listened to the show before knows uh, my favorite meal of the week is brunch because you know something, I cook five nights a week. You know, um, right. you know, my husband and I work hard all day, and we're tired at the end of the day, and the last thing I want to do is go out for dinner. And I like to cook, and I'm a pretty good cook. Uh, so for me, the weekends is that's when I go out to eat, and brunch is my absolute favorite meal. Uh, I was reading the history of it. Um, I was reading the history of brunch recently, and it, it had something to do with figuring out a way that you could drink alcohol in the morning. Uh, that had something to do with it. Uh, it. It was a European thing. It wasn't called brunch then, but it was a European thing. Uh, every you know because Saturday people were busy, all the things were going on, everybody was out and having fun on Saturdays and. Uh, you might wake up late, uh, so you'd miss breakfast, and uh, we all know we need a little hair of the dog after a Saturday night out on the town. But anyway, brunch is by far my absolute favorite meal of the week. Um, and from what I understand, your 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 is your new brunch service starting this weekend, Kelly? Is it, uh, this weekend? This weekend, this Sunday. It's our first brunch Sunday. Yes, it is. All right. So so. Are you going to do the brunch on Saturday as well? We're not. So we're going to do just Sundays for now. Okay. I mean, if the if the crowd asks for it and they're ready, we're open to it. But at the moment, it's just going to be Sundays. Okay. I mm-hmm. appreciate that mm-hmm. because Saturday Saturday is fake brunch. It's not brunch on Saturday. All right? It's not the real that, brunch. That's, the real brunch is brunch fake. on Sundays. Brunch on Sundays. Exactly. <laughs> Um, no, I, oh, these so, people that are now offering brunch, brunch on Saturday and Sunday—it's making me crazy. You don't do brunch on Saturday. You got things. To, you've got things to do on Saturday. You know, Saturday. Right, right. You know, Saturday you're running around. You're taking the kids to the soccer tournament. You're doing your weekly shopping. You're, you know, running around. You're doing stuff. You don't have time. Brunch is meant to be a relaxing and enjoyable meal where you're not rushing around. Am I correct? Leisurely. Take your time. Absolutely. You're, enjoy your Sunday fun day in whatever capacity that means to you. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, tell tell us a little bit about the brunch. Why you decided to start it now, and uh, mm-hmm. and what 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 diners can expect. Sure. So we decided to start it now because we're getting into that spring, summer. We're getting ready for Easter, Mother's Day. I mean, what are you doing on Mother's Day besides taking her to brunch? That is the ultimate. Mother's Day treat is brunch. So we want to make sure that we are prepared and we are um, welcoming to everyone. So we're starting brunch this very Sunday. Um, We -hmm. are doing a long service, which I think is very unusual and something that is unique to us. So we're doing a 9 a.m. start to 4 in the afternoon. So you can come in for breakfast if you'd like. You want to take that dog for a walk and come in with the kids early before, you know, uh, the, the bottomless mimosa kids come out. You can come and do that at 9 in the morning at Manhattan House, and we, we'll, we'll be there for you. If you want to come and you want to do those bottomless mimosas starting at, you know, 11 to noon, we've got a DJ coming in. It's going to be nothing crazy, fun atmosphere still casual but just a very like unique experience that I think the South Bay was lacking when we were you know toying with the idea of do we open for brunch we spent several Sundays I can attest to it several Sundays going out around and making sure that we were doing our research and development and seeing what um, other restaurants were offering and what the South Bay Manhattan Beach might have been lacking and so from there, that's mm-hmm. how we kind of built our brunch menu and, and what we were looking for and to what we wanted to bring to everyone. <clears throat> so we're very, very excited for this Sunday. It's been that's a long time coming. That's interesting. So you went around, did your research, saw what was being offered at other places. Can you give us some hints without maybe naming names? I mean, I don't want to, you know, divulge exactly where we went, but we definitely – uh, hit all the hot spots um, in the South Bay um, between myself, chef, and our owners. We we went around and we just we wanted to see what was working, what wasn't working, what what we were missing, what what the guests were were asking for, and we kind of tried to fill in those blanks and and bring that to our brunch. Huh. I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall for those conversations. That would be interesting. I mean, it's. It's not the worst work day when you're told to go eat out and go have yeah. fun on, on a Sunday morning. <laughs> it's no, not that's, bad. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So it's a, what, what did you call it? A long, long form, <clears throat> long, long tape. What did you say? Call it long table, long form, long. Well, we call it research and development. So it, it's, it's nice when you can, you know, put that credit card down and say, oh, this is on work. Oh, no. sorry for no. enjoying enjoying brunch. No, I was I was mm-hmm. thinking of the nine or the hours. You know, uh, you, mm. you're going to start it. Go it's to a long post, service. Long it's service. A long service. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, long service. Okay. A lot of brunches uh, yeah, are, you know, from eleven to three. And, yeah. But we wanted to make mm-hmm. sure that we were encompassing every need on a Sunday. You know, you need those mm-hmm. those breakfast hours because. Sometimes the kids do have soccer practice at 11, but you want to make sure that you, you know, you don't want to cook the breakfast in the morning. You want to, you can pop down, walk down, drive down because we have parking and come in at <laughs> nine in the morning. <laughs> of course. 
<laughs> let us take care of breakfast. Yeah. Right. Oh, all right. I love that. I love that. You know, it's interesting uh, that you mentioned Mother's Day and Easter uh, because mm-hmm. we, my husband and I, we would always go to Chez Melange. Those, those, those yeah. were our two for brunch on Easter and Mother's Day. Uh, we always went to Chez Melange, but now they're not there anymore. So I guess we're going to have to go to Manhattan House because they have parking. <laughs> yeah. We'll be there Great. for you. <laughs> we'll take care of it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And now you mentioned you're going to have a DJ. I, we tell do have a DJ. Do, and do, do other do mm-hmm. other places have DJs? Tell us tell us about that. That's interesting. I mean, I haven't found a lot of DJ brunch places. It is a very uh, it, to me a lot of places on the west side do have it. Um, a little bit north, um, but it's going to be a very casual, very fun. Um, I've listened to the playlist getting ready for it. It's very upbeat, happy music, nothing crazy. It's not going to be, you know, one of these like kind of like brunches. You're going to be able to still sit and enjoy your guests and, and have conversations, but it's a little live music and who doesn't, who doesn't hate live music? It's just a little, a little twist. Mm -hmm. I like Mm -hmm. it. I like it. You like music with your brunch show? great idea i think that's a wonderful idea especially when you think a dj can really set just about any mood so you know as uh you know um uh st patty's day is coming up you know the dj Mm -hmm. can can adjust so uh, that's that's the difference between djs and musicians djs can really set any mood that's true yeah that's true yeah all right, so Kelly, yeah. tell us can you can you give us some uh, some you don't have to spill all the beans, but can you give us an idea of maybe sure. some of the menu items? Do you have any Do you have any specialty items or? <clears throat> well, everything's going to be special this Sunday because it's our first brunch. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, of course. So the menu is laid out in the same style of what we are looking for. So there's going to be a breakfast section. Uh, so all of your egg dishes are going to be there. So you're going to have your breakfast burrito. You're going to have your uh, chili killies. You're going to have your all-American breakfast. So the eggs that however you enjoy them with your bacon and your hash browns. And, of course, we're going to have a little bit more lunch style. So as we get in later in the day, your burgers and your fried chicken sandwiches and things like that. And then, of course, being Manhattan House, we're going to have your fresh pastas. So there's a little bit of uh, everything for everyone. Whatever you're looking for, we've tried to cover all of your all of our bases to make sure that you you're happy. Um, so there's a little bit for everyone. A little bit of uh, sweet bacon on the side if you enjoy that. So uh, yeah, we're very very excited for the for the menu launch this Sunday. Yeah, you know you know you know what's really hot. You know what's really hot in uh, brunches now is uh, Benedict's. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this, Joe, a couple of weeks ago with, with one of our guests. We were talking about Benedict's, how it's not just your Canadian bacon and a, a, on an English muffin anymore. Uh, people mm-hmm. are doing uh, turkey Benedict's and crab cake Benedict's and uh, all, all sorts of Benedict's. Uh, do you have any Benedict's on your menu? We, we, we just might have some Benedict's, yes. We might do an Italian flair on it. It is obviously a French dish. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna play a little twist on it, definitely. Oh, 
This sounds good. I can't, I can't <laughs> give away too much. You have to come in and yeah. try it. I know. Right. I know. You right. can't, I know. I know you can't give away too much, but you're going to definitely have bottomless mimosas. What about bloodies? Absolutely. We've got several different Bloody Marys. We're doing a house-infused bacon serrano vodka for our Bloody Mary mix that we do, again, in-house from scratch. That's our philosophy, and we're doing that. Uh, So we've got some options for the Bloody Mary drinkers, definitely. Oh, boy. Um, You just just said two of my favorite words, Kelly. Yeah. Bacon (laughs) vodka. Bacon (laughs) vodka, and then we're going to throw a little spice in there, you know? Have a little oh, have a Sunday fun day with it. There has to be spice. And I'm from the yeah. East Coast, so I'm going to do a pinch of Old Bay just as a homage to my East Coast in there. So hopefully some people uh-huh. will appreciate that. That That's interesting. Uh-huh. I put um, beef bouillon in mine. Ooh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't make them often. I, I do my... I have a New Year's Day brunch every year, and I make a big pitcher of Bloody Marys, and I put in a couple of beef bouillon cubes because all the all the best bartenders will tell you that there has to be some sort of a a, a beef element in the in the Bloody Mary. But um, and then I have another secret which I'm not telling you. Sorry. I might steal that secret. I like that start. That's a good idea. <laughs> The other one is even better, but as I said, I can't, I can't go into it because everybody tells me I make the absolute best Bloody Marys, but I can't tell you the really secret, secret ingredient. But uh, okay, sorry, but sorry. I, I will tell you. I will. I want to tell you right now. I'm going to ask you for that secret on Sunday when I see you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll I'll tell you, but you can't tell anybody. You got to keep. We won't tell the, yeah. We won't tell the world right now, but you and I are going to talk on Sunday. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'm there. I'm all about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you getting hungry? <laughs> I am. I, I I am. I'm going to so, work hard so today got... and tomorrow so I and can go to brunch. Have brunch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so so you guys, in the, in the five years that you've been open, you've yeah. only been open for dinner, happy hour and dinner, correct? Uh, there was a time that they, they did brunch a couple of years ago. I wasn't a part of that team, um, but... Uh, we're trying to bring that back. They did. They did do it for a little while. Yes. And what about Saturdays? Are you only open for dinner on Saturday as well? Just dinner at the moment. Yes, but we still have happy yeah. hour every Saturday as well. Huh? Because I'm always curious how how that happens. I mean, it's taken you five years to in this situation. You you weren't there last time mm-hmm. to ramp up to a, to a brunch, but like, do you have plans to eventually be open for lunch and dinner, and then maybe eventually breakfast? I'm always curious how restaurants decide how and when to do that. Sure. I mean, a lot of it depends on the clientele and what who you're catering towards and what, what demand of the community is asking for. Uh, so at the moment, uh, dinner is our specialty and what I think we enhance the community with. Um, Mm -hmm. We're not necessarily in the area that demands a lunch just because we are very Mm -hmm. um, neighborhood driven. So Mm -hmm. it's not ideal for us at the moment, but that's not to say that we wouldn't want to do that or look forward to doing that. But at the moment, Mm -hmm. I think what the community is asking for, for us um, is they were looking for a new brunch place, which we're, we're adding, and then and dinner. So 
a lot of factors go into a restaurant deciding what they're looking for. And it is a, it's a difficult market. It's a difficult decision to make, you know, um, opening a new Mm -hmm. service or or trying something new. Uh, You don't want to, you don't want to let anyone down. So we don't do it lightheartedly. This is, this has been months and months in the making, adding this new Mm -hmm. brunch for us. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's interesting. Again, the South Bay, you know, um, but you guys are you guys are on the cusp. You know, you're up in Hand Beach Boulevard. You got El Segundo kind of right next door. Mm-hmm. So, so we do. So there, yeah, there might be more. You might have access to more of a the business lunch uh, people, but you know, like you know, South Redondo, you know, Hermosa, you know, there's no industry. Uh, you know, in, in most of the South Bay. So, so you don't get those, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't get a lunch crowd, you know, a, a lot of places just, there, there's just not, there's no business for it. You know, the, you don't have the, the numbers uh, to do that. So I absolutely understand that. I totally get that. Um, but yeah. it, it's interesting what you were just saying, you know, what, what your customers want, what they're looking for. We had somebody on, the show last week who was talking about, and I love this Joe because I got to get that book, the zone, stay in your zone of excellence. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the zone, the zone of incompetence, the zone of something else, the zone of genius, the zone of excellence and about how, you know, staying in that zone and doing, you know, the best that doing your best, um, which mm-hmm. I think totally comes into play here. Don't you think? I think so. I mean, it, it, it matters to us. We don't want to put um, a, a product, also, you know, a, a service out there that isn't important. We, it, it matters to us. We want to put our best foot forward. And restaurants, especially the South Bay, especially, we want to take care of our community. We want to do well by everyone. So we we take our time and we don't take things lightly and we do it. Uh, with intention, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in the intro, I mentioned that uh, you believe in the power of hospitality and consistency. Sure. Uh, sure. Boy, oh boy. Consistency is the key. I think it, in, it should be the key in every restaurant because you go into a place and you have a fabulous meal. That's going to make you want to come back. You come back and it's not the same fabulous meal. It really messes it up. And as far as hospitality goes, you know, my husband and I recently, and as I said, I only eat out on the weekends, all right? So it's important to me, you know, to have to have good service and to have a good meal. Um, we went someplace. It, it's a, a restaurant space that's been around for decades, and it changes hands every so often. And we we stopped in there one weekend, and um, the service was absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, with, within the first 15 minutes... My husband and I were looking at at each other, going, "Yeah, we're not coming back here." You know, we're not that coming back. Hurt, here. It's not that happening. hurts me to hear. I don't know where you went. I don't know details, but like that hurts as someone care about hospitality and and the service. That like just it makes me like almost cringe inside to hear that you didn't have a good time because it's so important to me and it is really just my second nature to open arms and, and welcome people. I so often just, I hug people when they walk in the door. My regulars, we, we care about each other. Uh, we're all kind of in this together, you know, in this community. We want to take care of each other. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, right. this this, right. this is a small casual place. As I said, it, it changes hands every so often, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that. And it's and and you notice it because in general, you know, in the South Bay, we get great great service in for the most part in restaurants. Uh, so mm-hmm. when something like that happens, when something like that happens, it, it you you recognize it right away. You know, and and that's some place that we're not going back to. So, but it's okay because we have Manhattan House, and they have parking. <laughs> and they have parking. And they have parking. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, all right. So, tell us, give us, give us all the details, Kelly. Give us your physical address. Give us, give us your sure. website. Give us yep. your. I know we've been talking about your hours and stuff, but put that out there again. Um, give us, you know, how how can people learn about Manhattan House and their fabulous parking <laughs> If you're looking for parking in the South Bay, Manhattan Beach specifically, <laughs> Manhattan House has parking. Uh, so we yep. are at 1019 Manhattan Beach Boulevard. So Sepulveda and Manhattan Beach Boulevard, uh, right kind of behind Wells Fargo. Um, mm-hmm. Manhattan House is our website, our Instagram handle. You come in, ask for, ask for myself, ask for Kelly, anyone, we will make sure that you are taken care of. You are, you know, enjoying your meal. We want to make sure that you have a good time. You have a lot of options to choose from and we appreciate when you do choose us. So this is not something that we take lightly. Uh, I, I care about everyone that walks in the door as does my chef, as of every server, the bartenders. We are, we're here to make sure that you have the best time possible. Uh, yeah, and, and we're looking very much forward to it. What is your chef's mm. name? Juan Torres. Okay, I'm familiar mm-hmm. with that name. Yeah, uh, he's mm-hmm. come from very reputable, big, uh, Italian-specific restaurants in L.A. He's got a pedigree that is outstanding and the fact that he is uh down here in manhattan beach with us is a blessing and we're so so lucky to have him you know here's Mm. the thing and and, you know joe and i have been doing this podcast for going on nine years now and it's the same Mm. story with everybody once you land in the south bay you Mm -hmm. you you don't want to leave you want to stay here how many how many guests have we had on joe that uh, they worked downtown LA or they worked on the West side or they worked in Orange County. And for whatever reason mm-hmm. they ended up, they, maybe they were visiting friends in the South Bay and they loved it. So they decided to move here. And then they realized, why do I have to leave here? Why do I have to drive downtown every day? I need to create a business so that I can stay here. in the <laughs> you know? Right. No. And, right. and it's the same with chefs. It's the same with chefs and restaurateurs. You know, like they they may be at some fancy restaurant in Beverly Hills and having this great time and everything, but then they come down and they get a taste of the South Bay, and uh, they realize, wow, this is where I want to be. It 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 works its magic right. on everybody across across all all businesses. It we've seen it time I mean, after time. I can speak to that a thousand percent. I've come from downtown restaurants. I've come from West Hollywood restaurants. I. I currently live on the west side and and now working in Manhattan Beach I am actively looking for an apartment a, a house down there I I want to yep. I want to make this like my permanent move absolutely Yep we see mm-hmm. it all the time we see it all the time and I just did want to mention also uh for the old timers in the area Manhattan House is in the former M bag space 
the old okay. Manhattan Beach Bar and Grill. Uh, Manhattan mm-hmm. Bar and right. Grill. Uh, it's the same building, yeah, for, for, for the old timers. We have the history that that building, this restaurant, it's there. It's, it's a part of Manhattan Beach, and we're trying to honor that, right. absolutely. Right. I love that. I love fantastic. that. Fantastic. Um, it is fantastic. We've got we've got another fantastic brunch spot to go to. Um, boy, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Joe, you want to take us home? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, we are so thrilled to bring you the best of uh, the South Bay, and uh, of course, uh, there is that event called the Best of Manhattan. Uh, I, I like to tell uh, Kelly Stroman the the uh, president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber that it's it's the bomb, B O M, the, the best of Manhattan. Yeah. It's the bomb, <laughs> and uh, we we love featuring new and wonderful restaurants. In this case, it's five years that uh, Manhattan House has been bringing us the best that could be uh, offered from all the local. Uh, all the West Side uh, farmers markets. So we're so thrilled. Kelly Gilday, thank you for joining us today. It was nothing but my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. No, thank you, Kelly. We love, as I said at the top, as I said at the top of the show, food, it's our favorite topic. And (laughs) even, even, even when we have guests on to talk about something else, we end up talking about food. So. (laughs) Right. Now, Kelly, I have to ask you. It's a universally happy thing. (laughs) <laughs> what is the proper pronunciation of your last name? Gilday. You guys nailed it. Both nailed it. You got it. Gilday. Gilday. Okay. So uh, that's bringing back uh, some memories. I'm from Chicago where we turn the river green on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> we are. Lo- I personally am looking forward to the 17th. We're going we're gonna to pay a little homage this weekend on Sunday. So you can, you can yeah. expect a little Irish fun. At brunch this weekend, okay. definitely. Okay. I love excellent, it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, that's a wonderful thing. Thank you, uh, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe. <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, the first brunch at the Manhattan House is coming up this coming Sunday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, you can just fall in when the time is right and enjoy uh, one of the best places we have uh, in the South Bay, and that's really saying something. So uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Share this with all your friends and neighbors so they they know where to go on Sunday, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.